0: Hey, everybody, it's Chris. You're about to listen to episode 15 of the Since Right Now podcast. Uh, It's our second uh, attempt, this one's successful, at uh, recording with our second guest, our first international call-in guest, first call-in guest, albeit uh, intracontinental, Paul from uh, Message in a Bottle. Many of you know him and love him, and uh, he was just a fantastic uh, guest, as you'll you'll soon hear. Shattering stereotype and shattering stigma of being an alcoholic or addict in recovery. This is the Since Right Now podcast, the podcast of Since Right Something. Sounds Nah-na. awesome. Sure now we're taught. Now we're cooking with gas. I know. So I don't good. know why I didn't think of this before. Now it's, it's like beautiful audio. Wow. Um, I, I tested it earlier with uh, my wife, and it sounds great. We'll get all of us, and um, I can that's uh, great. reclaim my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> if, if not my manhood, <laughs> yeah. that's a whole nother. Oh, story. you know how it's all intermingled, right? Well,
1: no, true. that sounds. It sounds fantastic. Yes. It doesn't sound like uh, I'm, I'm talking across the room or
0: anything like, like that right here in the studio exactly so do you and uh yeah i figured i mean i i don't know I, if we don't we don't need to look at each other right <coughs> but, I mean, we can I, I hadn't thought of that maybe you know that's, that's cool. next level we, yeah. we're doing well enough right now with, yeah. with so, yeah. what baby steps let's take let's take this audio is good right now yeah. so you can take your pants off <laughs> and
2: Done. join us join us being naked yeah <laughs> um,
0: and uh you know i i will ap- apologize one final time, and then that'll be it. Because you and Jeff really were having a, a phenomenal conversation. It is recorded; the quality is terrible. And as I've as I've said, <laughs> it on, sounded terrible. As I've said on Twitter, it's, you know, uh, and I, I listened through it. I, I spent a, a significant amount of time trying to clean it up. So you know, I've listened to it quite a bit, um, and it's 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 terrible. <laughs> but um, but it is. Uh, it's understandable, so that's why you know I've said on Twitter like someday you know maybe once we actually have a good clean one after maybe tonight hopefully, um, you know it'll it'll be a uh, a cur a cur what's the word A curiosity or you know a, a B side kind oh, of
1: thing or a demo some or outtake or demo or exactly. something. Exactly, you know, like, it's like yeah. right.
0: Exactly. Here's here's what we sent to the label. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, and you know what's good about, you know what's good about this too is that there's not much of a delay.
0: Uh, no, we have none. Do you have a little bit?
1: i'm barely
0: perceptible oh, okay um well that's cool so um i um i i don't know if you guys want to try to recreate what you oh
2: yeah i think just think i mean I, we were talking about yeah let's just your story I yeah think. maybe
0: back up and yeah. just get some background on you. I know there are probably far more people that know your story than than probably ours, um, just because you have thousands of of followers on yeah. your blog. You know what the that? funny thing
1: is? That I I don't talk about my story very much. Yeah. Oh, that's well, the funny. That's the oh, funny okay. thing.
2: Yeah. And we and we kind of started to hit on it. Yeah. Um. Just yeah. How you kind of got in here and how you came to start writing this thing. I thought that was awesome. So yeah, maybe just tell us a little bit about where it came from and how you started. You, it sounded like you were using writing just became this way way of doing things when you got sober.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, writing was one of the things that I used to do um, uh, when I was growing up. And, and that was one of my creative outlets. Anything else, I mean, I couldn't draw a straight line with a ruler right now and, and back then or now. And, and uh, you know, there was a lot of other things I, I certainly could not do. But writing was one of those things that, that I was lucky enough to be able to harness, uh, in many ways. And, uh, the drinking, like it does with a lot of things gotten away and that fell to the wayside. So when I got sober, when I started in on my road to recovery, mm-hmm. uh, writing was one of those things that slowly started to return. And I was a bit fearful of doing it. Uh, and so, as a way of you know, using getting into baby steps about it, I, I got into writing a blog, and basically, it wasn't meant to be put out there. It was sort of an online diary. Right. And uh, this was about a year into my recovery, so I was kind of past counting days and all that kind of thing. So I, I just had a lot of sort of things that were niggling at the back of my brain. I just wanted to put it on on onto the screen. I was going to say on paper, but right. uh, you know, onto a keyboard. Sure. And uh, I sort of kept it to myself in a little. Private little corner, my corner of the universe, as I call it. And uh, eventually, I started to venture out and and realize, whoa, there's other people doing this too, mm-hmm. and they sound a lot like me. And and so I started reading theirs and commenting, and they would return the favor. And all of a sudden, this little community started to blossom out a little bit. And and and, and when that's was what, this, Paul? Sorry, not to. Just... Oh, this was about. I think it's been two years now. Okay. Uh, July. I can't remember. Sure. Um, but uh, it, it started to blossom, and it's amazing how many uh, other people are, are writing and expressing themselves. And you know, some people say, "Oh, I'm not really a writer," but they're writing, and uh, it's great to see that that openness and that honesty out there. And that's what really what uh, what uh, drives the train for me.
2: Did you did you, were you a writer when you were drinking? Like a romantic notion of being a writer, <laughs> an alcoholic <laughs> writer? Or did you know? It's funny. A lot of people think that. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. that. I never actually wrote when I was drinking, right. though. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, you know. There's so many people, like you know. You look at at James Joyce and Hemingway and all these iconic uh, writers, and you know those guys are one in a million. They were able to write, right? uh, You know, and you know Hunter S. Thompson. But Uh you know, at the end, you look at at how they ended their lives, and it's like, okay, well, maybe that wasn't a great idea. But it's uh, never ending well. no, those guys—it never ended well for them. But uh, you know, there was there was definitely a, a time when I was active and I was writing, and it wasn't bad. Uh, sometimes it was terrible. <laughs> and uh, but you know, the more I got active in my alcoholism, the worse it got because I just couldn't find a, a center. And, and certainly, there's that romantic notion that you know, a few drinks and you know this, and it'll really open up my world and yeah. woo. And, and and you know you look back the next day and I like, I can't even read this crap what
0: is this you know
1: and so I it, it sort of fell apart the the wheels fell off pretty quickly on that but and, uh,
0: isn't that the hugest trap in creativity and and active addiction is the romanticizing yeah. of it it just gets so I don't know so true so. Uh,
1: it's it's funny all, I think in all mediums you know there is this sort of th- the idea of the tortured
0: exactly. you know
1: yeah. artist and we're just so in our darkness in our bubbles of you know despair and you know this great art just spews forth and no there's a lot of spewing forth it's not necessarily art but uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's you know we get hooked on to this romantic notion of many things. Uh, and to segue into, you know, like with life in general, you know, I had romantic notions of me being able to t- talk to people better and me being able to do this and yeah. that, you know, while, uh, you know, pounding back drinks. Uh, and we, we get past that notion because it's no longer reality's illusion. And uh, that's where things for me, looking back now, I could see that all of this beyond the writing was all this romantic notion mm-hmm. of living a life.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. And you know, you you brought something out about talking to people better, and 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 the notion of being a writer and what it does and what it does for you. And um, you know, I, my my sense is you thought it w- would do one thing under those romantic notions of writing, but specifically in terms of what you're doing on the blog, what I mean, it's clear that you get a lot from it. I mean, you think very deeply about. It's. I mean, every post you write is is, um, you know, seems like a labor of 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 love, if nothing else, to to get it get it out there. Um, do you have any sense? Did you have it at the beginning? Do you have it now? Of what your posts do for others? I'm just curious.
1: Um, you know, at first, I approached the blog, like I said, sort of some just random writings, and there wasn't a lot of. Thought it was just kind of, you know, it's uh, in the middle of the afternoon and I've got nothing to do. I'm just going to hammer something out. And but as I grew around the community and the community grew around me, this reciprocal kind of relationship, uh, I started to hear and read people what they were saying and, and how you know such and such a line affected them or how they 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 saw themselves in what I wrote and and vice versa. I would see myself in other people's writings and. Uh, you know the response as I got deeper into this has been amazing. It's been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know some of the best things come out of the comments. You know some of the right. some of the things that people bring to the discussion is is amazing, and it's it's stuff that I didn't see at all. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the comments section really now is is where. Uh, a lot of the 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 deeper stuff the 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 stuff coming from the heart really happens and and where I come from in terms of the, the 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 topics I approach these are things that are just that slowly build up in me some organic kind of thoughts as I sort of maul them around and somehow the act of writing it sort of uh crystallizes the thoughts a lot better sure. yeah. and that and that for me that's where it, it's like that whole thing it's the journey not the destination mm-hmm. and so I'm not I don't have a specific thing I'm aiming for per se but mm-hmm. it's in the writing itself the just the finger to keyboard and and processing it by the end of the the, the post I I'm in a place where I didn't think I'd be
0: and that's interesting because that does come clear, clear come through very clearly is that you, you you're working through something in each post. You're you're approaching it, um, yeah, as an effort to discover something new. Almost it feels like every time, um, to me, many of them I should say. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. Like it's uh,
1: yeah, it's 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 it, you know I was gonna say it's cathartic, but right. it's not cathartic in the sense where I'm venting or or, or or you know blowing off steam. It's a little bit different. Uh, it is a sense of I, I, I have a sense of what's going on, and it's very conversational. You know, it's almost like I'm talking to myself in a way. And uh, by the time I, I sort of have some resolution, but not necessarily. And and that's I think that's what sort of maybe other people connect with.
2: One of the things we talked about last time was, you know, talking about this cath- cathartic experience. Is uh, some of the toughest posts you had to write, or some of the toughest things that you had to put to, to do this. And I think you were telling a story about your daughter and sorry, it was, it was at the end of your drinking when you were telling that story.
1: Yes. The, the, one of the hardest, you see, I, I don't write a lot about my story, right. uh, in terms of, you know, this is how I drank right. and this is how much I drank. Right. And I mean, we all, we all know how to drink. We all know how we, we, we all knew how to drink. And, um, and can you hold on a second? I just have sure. my voice. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, had, I, had, I had closed the door, but my five-year-old found oh. a way into the, my impenetrable fortress. Well, yeah. I
0: actually think there's, well, there's a chance that my four-year-old may come say goodnight. So <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I thought they were going off to bed, but right. I was clearly
2: yeah. wrong. Well,
1: that's- um, uh, okay, so sorry. Um, I'm clear now.
2: Yeah, you're just going to tell the story of uh, the end of your drinking and the, uh, the, one of the hardest things you had to write down was just that, uh, the DUI story.
1: Yeah. I, I don't mention my story a lot on the blog, oddly enough. Um, I don't talk about the drinking days. Um, I talk about it in a general sense. Uh, I mean, anyone that's reading that knows what it was like to drink. Uh, you know, it's like standing up in front of a a group of dealership owners and telling them what it's like to, to go on a test drive. I mean, they know. And, uh, (laughs) so, so it's, it's one of those things I don't get into specifics like, oh, I drank this much a day. It's it's very rare that I do that. And um, so when I did write about my uh, DUI, uh, it was difficult because it wasn't just kind of a DUI and just kind of laugh it off kind of thing. It was uh, at the time, you know, my, my son was in the back of the car. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was my first and last uh, DUI. It was very for me, it was it was pretty traumatic, and uh, and that was certainly, you know, a red flag. Like, okay, this has gone far enough, right. and uh, to write about that, and not only that, to write about the the trial, about it, and uh, it took two and a half years to to get it resolved, right. and uh, which which was is insanely long, yeah. And uh, so there was a lot of stop and go in the writing and in also my emotional state and trying to, you know, get this across and also but but balancing in a way like not poor me, poor me, because part of what we do in recovery is take responsibility mm-hmm. for our past actions. And so this wasn't about, oh woe is me. It was just like here's the reality. It, it still sucks, um and I'm still paying for it in many ways. But uh opening myself up to that and just getting to that level of of uh you know Pain and, and getting into a personal space, that, that was probably one of the more difficult ones to write about. Yeah.
2: And it's funny, was that, you know, you have, we all have these moments of clarity. And I can't remember, we, we sort of touched on this just when yours came and if it was, it sort of came over, a, you know, the compulsion left. Um, but I, I'm always fascinated by when, when those things came and what triggered them exactly. And so was this DUI experience part of that?
1: It was part, but it wasn't it. I mean, I'd be lying if I said that uh, I didn't pick up a drink after I did. And, uh, but it was one more time. And that last drunk was just a really sad, lonely, pathetic, you know, uneventful drunk, Mm -hmm. where it was just, you know, where finally ego cracked enough said, I need help. I can't do this anymore. And uh, that was when you know, the detox and treatment and, and all that. And even out, even when I was done treatment and I was, you know, in a basement apartment and, you know, living alone and all this, I still, the obsession was still there, you know, and, Mm -hmm. uh, I was at my most suicidal, uh, actually in those first two months. Wow! And, uh, you know, I almost had a, a, you know, an action plan almost involved with that. And, but I knew deep down there was something more going on. And, uh, one day, uh, you know, I, I was going to, uh, a lot of meetings, a lot of meetings. I needed to be surrounded by people in recovery. I need mm-hmm. to see hope. And, uh, that's, that's where I, I went to, I went to 210 meetings in 90 days wow. and it was something ridiculous. And, uh, it was just, it was more cause I also didn't trust myself, <laughs> yeah. out, you know, outside the rooms. And, uh, I just remember one day, you know, the day was ending and, a, I was, you know, doing my thing at the end, my prayer and all that. And and I, as I hit my pillow, uh, I realized that I hadn't thought of drinking that day. Mm-hmm. Like it hadn't crossed my mind once. Mm-hmm. And and that's when I I sort of like, wow, that I can't remember the last time that ever happened. Right. Like this is, you know, I picked up, I'd been drinking for 25 years. Yeah. Wow. And it's the first time that I hadn't thought of having one. And so, and then from that point on, that, that mental obsession lifted. It wasn't a white light kind of experience, but it was mm. just sort of the slow mm. evolutionary kind. And and so since then, you know, I I still some I, some days I still go to bed and wonder like I can't believe because that wasn't me. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the, it's amazing because I I did everything that we all tried to do to control our drinking, right. and it failed. You know, epic fail as they say. You know, and. <laughs> In YouTube parlance, right? Epic fail. Right. And uh, so I know it wasn't. You know, there was something greater, something going on there that 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 got me there. And uh, you know, it's, it's it's gratitude from this point on.
2: Mm-hmm. You you touched on that in this the latest post, how alcohol saved your life. And we sort of started talking about that because when I uh, I the post did not. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. No, neither. Yeah. And uh, you you sort of talked about this moment of. Now, if you did not have alcohol as a person, you probably would have killed yourself because there was nothing to relieve this constant state of pain that you were in. So for the longest time, alcohol sort of carried you, and I thought that was fascinating. When did that kind of you sort of put that together?
1: Um, you know that that's one of those things that that came to me. Not too long ago, or some some time ago, maybe about six months ago, and and I don't know, it was probably piggybacked off what someone else was saying, Mm -hmm. and uh, I realized that yeah, because what what I had was this thing where you know I couldn't get away from myself, you know, and that was what the drinking, you know, that's where a lot of it was because I just couldn't get away from me, Mm -hmm. and so the drinking helped to get me away from me temporarily, and you know. Without the drink, I'm I'm stuck with me like right in my own face, and right. and that's and it's too painful. Right. it's just way too painful. And uh, so alcohol did for me what I couldn't do for me,
2: you right.
1: know. And uh, you know, uh, and that's a reference to uh, you know something we talk about in the program. And uh, uh, alcohol just brought me to a place where I could just be relieved just enough to get through another day and that is kind of where it was at and that was for years and years and years and then it worked until it didn't work and that's where the real trouble happened because now the one coping mechanism I had in my entire life was now gone it wasn't working for me it betrayed me and that's where you know that's where the the the, the suicidal thought. and That's where it all
0: came crumbling down. Yeah, right, that's when it gets ugly and desperate, right? Yeah, and that's I mean that's oh, the real yeah. the real issue too with that with about is recovery there. I mean that's the core of it because with sobriety without recovery, you you're going to be sober and staring the person you don't know what to do with in the face. Yes, right until you yeah. start figuring out how mm-hmm. to you know develop those skills and 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 deal with that person. Yeah,
2: right? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I think at some point when you realize the alcohol is not going to work anymore, and it's it's such a depressing day because <laughs> you just realize <laughs> it does not matter how much you drink, it's not going to fix it. It's not going to fix it. And then you're like, well, my choice is to get sober or kill myself because you yeah. just can't stand it. You, right. can't, you can't be, can't be in that it. space yeah. anymore. And so, yeah, yeah it's, cr- it's just crazy. Yeah,
1: I, I just well, yeah, I I remember that. Whole, it's that whole, you, I, I can't live with it, I can't live without it. Yeah.
0: Exactly, yeah. At that point, I mean, I know I just, I felt completely worthless yeah. as a human being. Yeah, yeah. On that day, that yeah. period. That yeah. Um, it's interesting. And then, you know, you, you pick it up and, and start the the slow climb back, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the fast, you know, whatever it takes,
2: or however it happens. So we, um, we've got this topic on the, the show, things that used to baffle us. And we've been talking uh, a little bit about things that we could not figure out in uh, when we were drinking. For me, it was police. Police officers. <laughs> 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 things that used to baffle me. Things that are easy. But now I don't ever have any problem with them. <laughs> it's strange. No, I don't get
1: nervous when I hear, That's you know, right. the, 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 you see the flashing lights or yeah. hear the siren.
2: I wonder if there's anything anything that strikes you that way or anything that you've you discovered is just so easy to do that that you just could not figure it out <clears> when you were drinking.
1: Oh... My goodness. Yeah, you know, I, I saw, I've, I've been watching those videos. I think they've been, uh, they're, they're they're funny and they're, they're funny because they're so true. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think Chris, you talked about a concert and, you know, and, and, and fitness and all these things. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's just, there's so many things that seem so overwrought and just... I couldn't deal with it in any way, shape, or form. And then when I when I got into recovery, I'm like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Yeah, right. it's not. I'm I'm trying. I, I'm I'm a little frozen at but I'm trying to think of something. But mm. I think you know, like I mean, the big one, the big thing for many of us is you know, like the the social situation, right? Mm-hmm. The party, the, the 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 party, the the get together, and I I think I'll, you know, I'll speak for myself, but uh, I know other people share. Is that you know, you would go somewhere and you kind of preload. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> you get you yeah, you, you pre-party the party right, right exactly. and, and that that just gets you out the door,
0: Yeah.
1: and uh, that's just, just enough to face, you know, the world. And then when you go to this party, of course, that that ratchets up the the, the social, you know, sort of uh, uh, anxiety. Exactly. Um, and and for me, it could either it could go either way. You know, I was at a point where it was like rolling the dice. I didn't know if I was going to be a sort of calmish somewhat normal kind of guy or am I going to be off on some tangent and get all loopy and uh, it was just so unpredictable right. and uh, in the end I still didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. I just hated it and I couldn't deal with people and how dare they have fun and I'm not and that all that sort of thing and uh, but now it's one of those things where if I go somewhere uh, you know I'm, I'm a bit of an, uh, a bit I am an introvert introverted guy um, but i approach it in in the in the way that i am just one of many i'm just there you know to to be with people i don't have to put on a show right you know i'm there just to to take in to enjoy to add to whatever conversation or or not and just to be present you know and just to be available and and, and chat and it doesn't have to be deep it doesn't have to be overwhelming i make it as overwhelming as it can be but i can also Tone it down and just go in with like a good attitude, and I can choose to go in with the attitude I want to go into. Exactly. Okay. So Whereas so,
2: so, social gatherings, that's your uh, things that used to yeah, baffle you. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, they 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 still do in some ways. No, I hear you. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just because they baffle me less doesn't mean i've i've yeah. come to any sort of mastery uh, my, my rule know, is if
2: once i hear the same story twice from somebody who's drinking time to go time to go yeah
1: <laughs> i'm out to, i always have an exit plan let's put it that way yeah truly <laughs> that's funny but it's uh yeah the the social scene that's for sure and i'm lucky i mean i don't i don't have to do the social thing uh, a lot but Almost. i do uh, yeah. to what i used to. and you know what I go in with with a certain level of expectation, and which is usually low. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always have more fun than I think I will have.
2: Yes, that's good. That's good. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about your just daily spiritual practice, just what you do uh, on a day to day basis. You know, pray, meditate. Just you know, how how you keep that going.
1: Um, the one thing I, I do without fail is pray when i get up and pray before i go to bed mm-hmm. even if it's a thank you yeah. you know at the, end of the day that's it and mm-hmm. if it's just uh you know just uh you know a simple sort of centering in the morning you know mm-hmm. just uh you know what we would in the book the big book would be a step three step seven prayer mm-hmm. uh yeah you know, uh uh really me the bond yourself and and i just sort of like saying like okay get me out of my own way today please yep. can you can and
0: you, <laughs> can you fill me in what step three step, step seven prayer? yes Go ahead, Paul. The
1: the step three prayer is. Uh, now I'm blanking out. Of course, yeah. say it every day. Um, yeah. It's uh, what it is. Is basically is relieve me the bond. Like it comes down to basically saying, you know, because in step three we talk about not, you know, basically I don't run the show. You know, I'm not, I'm not in charge of this whole big shebang. Someone Mm -hmm. else is. Mm -hmm. And I just know my place now. So the step three prayer, lets just sort of centers me and reminds myself that I'm not running the show Mm -hmm. and asking my higher power creator to relieve me the bondage of self. So I may better, better do his will. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of, keeps my feet on the ground. Yeah. Not get all, you know, ego tripping. It's about yeah. ego stripping, not ego tripping. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that sort of gets me going and basically, you know, giving me uh, you know, not permission, giving allow myself to to open myself up, you know, to an open heart and open mind for the day. Mm-hmm. And what can I do for the still suffering alcoholic or just for my fellow human being? You know, is it, you know, can I pick up something for my neighbor? Can I do whatever it is and just put me in that mindset. That's cool. Yeah. For the day, and so that just takes you know like uh, two three minutes in the morning as I'm as I'm scrambling to get my coffee or whatnot. Right. Um, uh, I will also throughout the day, you know, I what I'm very conscious of these days is. Because I would say it in the morning and then forget about all that throughout the day. I sure. mean, the day just kind of <laughs> right. catches up to you. Right. And so, you know, it's like, great start. And then, you know, just all of a sudden, oh, you know, this. Blah, blah, blah. But now what I'm doing is that I'm being very conscious in stopping, pausing, taking a breath, mm-hmm. and just centering myself. And, and it doesn't mean that if things are going well, I'll I do it or bad. I'll do it even when things are going well. Sure. And just, if I'm having a good day, I just stop, thank. Thank you for this. That's great. And and just constantly bring myself back. And that's that's sort of what my prayer, if you want to call it, you know, centering. I, I call it more like a centering kind sure. of thing. And and it brings me back down and just kind of, you know, takes takes the edge off whether things are going really well or really poorly. Because I used to drink not not necessarily when things were going poorly, but also when things were going really well. That was another excuse. Yeah. And so Absolutely. I use the same I use the same idea. Going to into my prayer life, when things are going well and when things aren't going so
0: well. Which makes a lot
1: of uh, sense. Meditation, uh, not every day, but I will I will do it, and and it's amazing what comes out of that because mm-hmm. I will sit and I will have almost conversations, if you will, internal mm-hmm. uh, dialogue, stuff that I'll, I'll later write. It's almost like trance-like, That's and true. it's amazing how much clarity I get just by sitting. And asking, what do I need right now? Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't have to have the burning candles and the mute, but right. sometimes I'll have that kind of stuff. Uh, I also do, spir- you know, spiritual readings in the morning. Wow. I have different books for that, and uh, and just throughout the day. I mean, uh, you know, even being. You know, on Twitter and, you know, on the blogs or if I'm talking to someone or if I'm going to a meeting, to me, those are spiritual experiences that's in true. some ways. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm in contact with other alcoholics or, or, or addicts, whoever is out there. And, and we talk about these things. I'm feeling vulnerable today. How about you? I'm feeling, right. to me, that, that's, those are little spiritual sparks, you know, throughout the day. And they just kind of, they build. And, and there's a sense of something by the end of the day. And that's what I'm thankful for.
0: How long? Speaking so of which, because I've I've found you know I'm, I'm newer to this on the Twitter side of things, and Jeff is one tweet into it. <laughs> but uh, but <laughs> yeah. I've found the Twitter, slow down, Jeff. I know. I have found the Twitter community so astonishingly just I don't know comforting and and I don't know just one. I've just really really appreciated it. And uh, how how long have you been there? I mean, I've only been there four or five months now. Uh, so, maybe a year, year and a half. I don't know. It's half. it's mind blowing, isn't it? I mean, yeah, the, just the, the sense of, um, I don't know, affirmation and comfort and support and solidarity, all those things are just phenomenal as far as I'm concerned. It's just amazing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's interesting. And just, sorry to, to back up for just a sec, when you're talking about, you know, meditation and your spiritual practice, um, I know you're also a runner, and I was—I don't know if we were talking about this last time or on a different episode, but I was telling Jeff that you know I've started running again, and when I stopped for a couple of weeks, um, I, I went into a depression, um, oh, which I, I hadn't in a while, but I, I had been loving it so much, and then I stopped because I was ordering a new pair of shoes, basically, and my other ones were, but so and then and and I'm like, wow, this this really does make a difference, you know? It's like I I. had dumped a bunch of whatever endorphins or whatever into my brain while I was running and then I stopped and they went away and And um, I reacted, my head reacted to it. And I found the same thing today with meditation. I've, I've been meditating and I haven't. You didn't do it today. And I didn't do it. I haven't done it for a few days. Ah. I've missed a few days and I never, ever like, I can count on the number of on my one hand how many times I've honked a horn in my life. Today I was sitting behind a car <laughs> in a, in a no,
2: raging on your horn in a no
0: turn. They, but they were yeah. in front of me and it was a no left turn lane, and right. I started pounding on a horn. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, I've got you know. So yeah. it's it's astonishing the the power these things have. Yeah. You know, like um, just you know simple, very mm-hmm. easy things to for your own
2: mental serenity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've had to fake my way into all of it. You know, I yeah. didn't believe any of it would ever yeah. work. Um, and just over time, you just finally, because you're not getting what you want, so you're like, okay, prayers gonna, if prayers working for these people. I'm gonna right. try it, and then it starts to work, and then. <laughs> Like, okay, meditation, some somebody's getting Mm. some out of it because why are all these people doing it? So you start and you're like, oh, yeah, you start to Mm -hmm. see it, it's funny, Mm -hmm. but -hmm. it does, it definitely, you know, it's it's it definitely improves the quality of your life,
0: absolutely. And so, so let me ask you this too: I, I, my perception of you has been it's you know, obviously evolved over time, but you know, when I first jumped into Twitter, I, I Initially had this perception of you as sort of a recovery Yoda, if you will, <laughs> like in my, in my I mean, an old soul. In my well, yeah, an old, an old soul. soul. In my, in my mind, you 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 yeah. sort of had this this wisdom about it, and I think you know your posts are so um, you know well considered yeah. and and thoughtfully mm-hmm. crafted, um, and you know I just said wow, this guy knows recovery. It's like and and so I, you know I you. Certainly, and I think I've mentioned this to you on Twitter probably before. That you know you're a touchstone. I'm like sort of what would Paul do, you know, kind of thing, and just to keep my <laughs> oh, God, my, no. my, my motives in check, um, you know, for what I, for what I'm doing, and and that's just a matter of respect, and you know, take it for what it's worth. Um, that's how I perceived you, and I still perceive you much the same way. Although over time, I've said it's it's evolved into sort of a, a recovery, a little bit of recovery, Luke too, meaning that and i don't know if the star wars references yeah. are lost on people i'll explain them later but that meaning that in some ways you seem also uh conflicted about certain aspects of your recovery or or maybe a little bit uh, tortured is too strong a word mm-hmm. but wary we yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I do feel like 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 you are you definitely um you think about your ego a lot I feel like. Yes. And, yes. And, and keeping yours in check. And, and can, what, what do you, can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah. I mean, ego is one of those things that I do speak a lot and, and I do think a lot about because ego is the one thing that will, and, I'm, and this does not, this goes outside of alcoholism and addiction. And, and, and I mean, ego is the thing that, you know, it paints a different picture of, of who we are. It's the, it's the false self when really in all of what we're doing is we're, we're looking for authentic self. Now, right. uh, my drinking was just a pursuit of false self. It was who I thought I was and who I wanted to be and who I thought I wanted to be. And in the meantime, ego was just running around running the show. And uh, the, the one thing about ego is that it would, it would rather be dead than wrong. And that's, uh, <clears throat> and that's And that's where many of us go. Yeah. That's why a lot of us get buried because ego won't crack and say, I need help. And, uh, and I'm very wary of, of ego because even though the, the, I've put down the bottle and I'm in recovery, ego comes out in many other ways. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's why I, I need to have my spiritual practice. And, and you mentioned the running. I do the running, and to me that's like a, a moving meditation um, and it's also, you know, we have a, a, an illness of mind, body, spirit, and, you know, that's one way of moving body that helps. But ego is, is, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. You know, I read Eckhart Tolle and Anthony DeMello and all these other guys, Ram Dass and all these guys and, and a lot of, uh, and old, you know, spiritual scriptures and all that, they talk a, a lot about ego and they, they might talk about it in different ways, but ego is tricky. Ego is, uh. It's something that I have to watch for myself because, as I said, it manifests in different ways. I may not be drinking, but it can come out in self-righteousness. It can come out mm-hmm. in self-pity. It can come out in judgment. It can come out in uh, resentment. It can come out in, in all sorts of things, you know, uh, grandiosity and right. uh, you know, intellectual pride and all these things. And I'm guilty of all of those, yeah. um, you know, and, and absolutely. Well, that's why I write about them because I catch myself constantly. Right. And um, I, I just have to, it's, I'm telling on myself because I need to keep myself in check. And uh, that's just me. That's my thing. And and that conflict that you speak of, and it, it's funny you picked up on that. I didn't think many do or, uh, is I do, I, I've only been in recovery for three, not even three and a half years. Mm-hmm. And I'm still finding my way. You know, I, I really am. And, and what I'm finding is the more I learn, the less I know. Interesting. <laughs> if that yeah, makes right, any... Yeah. No, that, yeah, totally. And and so I'm kind of, you know, the, I'm caught up in that too. I'm like, I'm kind of with the deer, you know, and the headlights kind of thing sometimes. And I just have to uh, constantly bring myself down. And, and just in terms of like, okay, wh- where are you at? Check my motives. Where Where is this coming from? And so that... Uh, it can be tiring sometimes, you know, okay. sometimes I just want to be ignorance is bliss, but then my whole life was ignorance. And so I have to make up some time. Yeah. Um, but, but ego is definitely, I, 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 attach ego and pride. Pride is, is up there as well. And, uh, those are the things that even in recovery brings us to our knees and in different ways, you know, cause people talk about having a, a, a bottom in, in sobriety and, yeah. and ego is behind all of those in my opinion. That's in my opinion, but, uh. Yeah it is it's it's interesting and and so many people had so many things to say about it and uh, uh, I've been definitely reading uh, Eckhart Tolle The Power of Now and he goes on about it and it's just fascinating you it know read
0: that. That's a good book. It's
1: it's I read it a couple of years ago and yeah. just reading it now Jeff it's mm-hmm. it's it's blown my mind cuz I, I just yeah. missed a whole lot of things. Yeah.
2: Yeah it's a, it, definitely a book you can read over and over. Just put it on my list. All right. He has, put it on has the a, list. Yeah. Both of those books. He had another one recently that was very very good too. Um, it's funny. I was just reading. Well, it's funny. We were talking about David Foster Wallace, and I had re- yes. heard this again today from Alan Watts, this guy who you know wrote the original Way of Zen book back in the fifties, and talking about how we are addicted to our thinking. We yeah. we just are addicted to constant thought. Like our brains constantly going. We're just addicted. And it's really hard to stop that. It's really hard. That's why we're to on a podcast with three dudes talking I about know. what they think. <laughs> <I know. Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and here it is, right here. <laughs> But uh, but it's the ego, right? It's just this, and it's not who we are. It's just this thing that constantly tells us false stuff. Well, (laughs) you know, I know. But it's interesting. But it's it, you know. I feel like, and you you hit on, and I, you know, it's funny. For three and a half years, you are much farther along than I was at three and a half years. So it's so congratulations, and that's great. It is a journey. It's just this. You're always on it, right? And yeah. That's, that's the part of It's like dancing or playing music. There's no point. There's no end point. It's just the... It's doing it. Right. That's the thing. Right? Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. Uh, um, yeah. So, congratulations. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, it's, keep it's, doing what you're doing, as we said. It's going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> keep doing. Yeah.
1: What, what is it? Uh, keep on keeping on. Yeah, that's right.
2: How many meetings do you go to a week?
1: Oh. You know what? I go through phases. Right now, I am in a not as many meetings as I'd like to phase. Yeah. Uh, I was Can once I tell the dust your settled. Yeah. What's yeah saying? once 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 the dust settled, I was probably hitting two, two mm-hmm. to three a week, oh, okay. maybe. Um, mm-hmm. As of late, I haven't. I've been delinquent. Okay. Um, so you're that's my. Yeah. No. It. It. I go through like, you know, these, these manic and unmanic phases. And uh, mm-hmm. that's, I'm still, you know, one thing I've had a hard time in recovery is, is finding balance in things. Very and uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, funny, I bet I'm the only one, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know.
1: I'm the only one, right? And um. uh, uh, so balancing new things, balancing mm-hmm. my spiritual life, balancing the fellowship um, balancing, uh, this kind of thing and, and talk about ego, you know, ego is the one saying, eh, you don't need to go tonight. Yeah. yeah eh, it's a... And so I'm aware of this and I'm kind of, you know, that's been my struggle lately, but, uh, I, I ideally one to two now, realistically, yeah. uh, I will go. Um, I jump around. I sometimes, my schedule is all over the map. So I, I tend to hit, either noontime meetings or early morning meetings or nighttime meetings. So I don't have a set, uh, set schedule, uh, in terms of like a home group or something like that. So, but uh, you know, I do know a lot of people in the fellowship, so it is nice to go wherever meeting I go. Uh, I'm going to usually know somebody. So it's nice to, to have the meeting, the, the before meeting meeting and the after meeting meeting, uh, with people and just, you know, sit and have a coffee or just, you know, watch them have a cigarette and chat. So it's, uh, that's that's the recent challenge.
0: Okay. And I don't I don't know if you heard me. I, I asked if I could tell Jeff your secret, which uh, on Twitter like a, what, a week ago or something, you said something like you're 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 gonna throw it out there. You don't like
2: going to meetings.
1: I don't like that's and I threw it out there. Uh-oh. I said said you guys are gonna chew me. I, I don't Twitter know, I think, okay, I,
2: that sounds like a he, controversy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I said okay. Well, I think it was something along the lines of okay, guys, have at me. Here well, it okay. is. So you knew it was I coming. All I knew was coming. And I said, you know, I just, I don't, I don't like going to meetings. And this, I'm talking at the moment, right? Right. And, uh, and, and you know what? It's amazing. Very few people, uh, Actually, said, Hey, bud. You know, I, I was expecting to hear, Hey, bud, meeting makers make it, you know? Right. Like, you know, and uh, and that Bob and Doug it, uh, McKenzie,
0: yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jeez,
1: eh? oh, yeah. Lord, oh, you know, meeting <laughs> makers make it, eh? And uh, <laughs> so <laughs> get my Duke on, and uh, so very few, you know, it's amazing. A lot of the people said, No, nah, neither do I. I. I go because I have to go, mm. you know, and it's amazing how many. Uh, it was a cross section. It was it was quite mm-hmm. interesting to to read. And some people were like, you know, hey, listen, I get it. I've I've been there. You know, you'll you'll get back on there. Don't worry. And I know I will. Yeah. And well. I know, and I know once I do go. The, here's the funny thing: is I've never ever ever. And I think Jeff, you mentioned this uh, on a past episode. You've never left a meeting going, God, I wish I hadn't come to this. Yes. That's I all, no, no matter what how I'm feeling mm-hmm. when I go to a meeting and I leave, I feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. Never and so the the question is if that's the case then why aren't you going more well hello that's you know that's ego that's yeah. all that kind of stuff getting in the way and uh, so I know that and and so that's uh, it it was interesting the reaction and yeah. I think Chris is like what
0: well <laughs> like, I know I was you just mean? coming off my two and two yeah. two meetings in two, <laughs> two days, weeks more yeah, yeah, <laughs> <talk to> <laughs> meetings than I have lately oh, wow and uh, and. You know, I was like, "Wait a minute! I'm yeah. just getting into this." And the the <laughs> guy I look up to is Recovery Yoda. So saying <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: I'm not going. I'm, yeah. not going. I'm not going. I like I go. I feel like I always think like it, it's quick. I always feel like I get some. I always feel like my brain has no perspective on anything, and I yep. get overworked up over the stupidest stuff. And when mm-hmm. I go to a meeting. I get I get some perspective back, right? Oh, like somebody I, will say something that I'm having. I'm not having as bad a day as half the people in that room, right? Right. And you just immediately feel like, oh yeah, this is I. It's I'm I'm grateful. I'm happy. You know, just puts you back back in the. The, the interesting Corona thing state.
0: that I, I experienced that and and this is and I didn't make it to three and three. Right. Um, but I'm going to go <laughs> this Sunday. Um, nice to the same meeting. The interesting thing that that surprised me is um. I want to go back because I want to see how people are doing yeah you know I mean there, there yeah. were there yeah. were some new yeah, people absolutely. in the meeting and I want like I'm like oh god I want this kid to be okay yeah yeah you know it's yeah. like um, uh, uh. but uh, yeah it, it was an interesting interesting um,
1: well one one thing I, I I recall someone saying and it might have been even someone on Twitter it was uh, you know sometimes you don't need the meeting but the meeting needs you right yeah yeah and and I got it and that yeah, that hits me. I tell mm-hmm. you, that that strikes a chord because there are so many times where someone says something, maybe an offhand remark, mm-hmm. maybe something just like they don't even remember saying five minutes later, and that will like that's like a light bulb moment for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, you know, it it has to be that we it goes the other way. Right. There has to be something that you say, you know, at mm-hmm. something, and someone it clicks with somebody, mm-hmm. and so. You know, part of my job is then. You know, I need to be there then. Yep. Yeah. And this is the kind of this is the battle too. I'm, you know, I was like, whereas ego just wants my ass to be parked on a couch, and uh, you <laughs> well, know, where I, where the I should be parked on a chair maybe yeah. somewhere. And 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 being there. And and sometimes it's just about the energy in there. And you've seen, you feel the energy in there, and uh, you only get that with a bunch of people yeah. physically being there. Yeah. And so. Um, yeah, that that's been the, the, the struggle du
2: jour. What, are <laughs> Go you ahead. gonna write about this? Have you? What's your? Are you cooking a new post right now? What are you working
1: yeah, on? Yeah, I was I was talking. About, I was thinking about the, the you know what we call the psychic change.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, sometimes I I wonder, you know, have I really changed? You know, because here's the thing: you look at some of these guys that, you know, lived some pretty interesting lives. You know, I mean, you know, I'm talking guys like, you know, gang members or, you know, in, in, in bike gangs or whatever, or you've know, had long criminal history, all this kind of stuff who really hit major bottoms in terms of circumstance. Mm-hmm. And uh, they clean up very well. And uh, you look at them and go, wow, what a huge difference their right. their lives are. right? And then you kind of look at. You know, let's say and, – and this is where a lot of people struggle. It's like maybe I'm not really an alcoholic because they ha- haven't had the DUIs. They haven't had the rest. They haven't had all this kind of stuff. And maybe their transformation isn't as dramatic on the outside. Right, right. And so I think sometimes if I used to compare my bottoms to other people like, oh, how come I didn't, you know, there was no flying ninjas for me or, you know, uh, (laughs) police, you know, shoot down. There's nothing like that. Mine was (laughs) kind of boring, blah, blah, blah. And so we talk about the psychic change, the mental Mm. change, like, the, the, you know, the mental obsession Mm. leaves, but also how we approach life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think to myself, have I really changed them? I don't feel like I've changed a Mm. lot. But then I started thinking about speaking about you know things that used to baffle us mm-hmm. i look at how i manage things now compared to then and then i start to think holy crow i there yeah there has been a psychic change mm-hmm. there has been absolutely and so it's kind of one of those things that i've been sitting on and and i i think that'll be the next post and and just in terms of you know how we, we we're usually the last to know right that we've changed. Usually people are the ones, say, Hey man, you, you're something different about you, man. Like there's something, you know, you know and uh, you know, have you found Jesus or something? I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Right. Like they, they kind of look at you and realizes and you're the last to know you're like, well, no, I feel like the same. I don't know. And uh, so it was one of those outs from the outside, you know, looking in and just seeing that, yeah, there, there has been a change because there are things that I would have done much differently then and not in outside of drinking, even just, dry
0: right
1: you know and and i would have done differently and i think uh it's it's a good balance because you, sometimes we tend to beat ourselves up a lot yeah. even yeah. now Absolutely. and it's it and it's nice to kind of look at the good thing and say you know what dude you've you've, you've done some things you've done some good things Absolutely. you know and uh, by the grace of uh, god and all you know but there's some good things and i think i i because i've just seen a lot of that in, in people's stories and blogs just a lot of you know people hammering themselves and there's just a lot of that and it would be nice to just kind of a counter to that
0: yeah absolutely and it, what's well, interesting too when you talk about people uh, it's perceived by by the by others you you're, the change um and that is sort of the baffling situations what they notice is that situations aren't baffling you anymore i think right. at least for me <laughs> it was wow you can actually operate in polite society but, you know <laughs> um, uh,
2: When I first, when I, my first meetings when I was in uh, college, my first sponsor told me the first time I, first meeting I ever went to that I was going to experience a 180 degree change Uh, and and I didn't get what that meant. (laughs) I'm not sure I knew what even (laughs) a 180 was or a 360 or anything. A 360. (laughs) You're back to to where I was. Like, what are you talking about? But it was so true. You know, six months later, I could see what he was talking about. Then a year later, uh, and you know, he reminded me of that And, and you say you don't see that at all, um, but yeah, you, you know, you look back on it you're like I was, I am the, the exact opposite direction I was heading mm-hmm. today right. than when I got into this program. Hey,
0: can I ask something, are, Paul? Are you are you familiar with um, maybe everybody is, but me in recovery? Or, or that's in a the the second stage sobriety or stage two stage two
2: recovery recovery by Ernie Larson. Have you ever
0: read that, or, book? or even just the notion yeah. of it? no
1: i i've i've heard out i've heard you mention it too, yeah. but i've no i'm not
0: actually. Well, be, I, well it's interesting I'm not sure if this is at all where you're at or if you feel like mm-hmm. you've mm-hmm. been there but um you know I think jeff may recall about it was for me it was like somewhere in my fourth into my fifth year um i I went through something very similar where i i was I, I just didn't know why I was doing what I was doing anymore in a sense like mm-hmm. i didn't mm-hmm. I didn't understand the purpose anymore um, yeah. exactly not like i was I wanted to go back or i want I was ready to relapse or start drinking. I just it was a okay, now what you know i i, I now I don't drink what what happens now what yeah. do I get right. what, how right. does what what, what you <laughs> know all the all the all the pink cloud stuff had fallen away, and yeah. I was talking to Jeff about it mm-hmm. um. And, uh, you know, that, that, was a case of where, where he was, uh, you know, a wonderful resource for somebody not, you know, mm-hmm. in any community or AA and mm-hmm. he said, well, yeah, it sounds like, uh, you know, yes. falling off a pink cloud and you yeah. have, yeah. you know, read uh, this book yeah. stage two or second stage sobriety by Ernie mm-hmm. Larson. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it, really is that it's sort of, it, it's, it's figuring out how to, um, have a full tr- transition life, right? into, right. The, yeah. the, a full life of being mm-hmm. in recovery and, so- and sober, um, and uh, my sense is it does happen between like 2 yeah.
2: to 5 it seems like yeah um, when yeah the, your day-to-day struggle you don't think about drinking or it's just not drinking right. it's not it, you're not any further away from a drink but right. it's just not your day-to-day right thing that you're dealing with
0: and uh, anyway it's it it,
2: it just it made me think
0: about uh, what you were talking about made me, made me think about that yeah. it's it's definitely worth checking out the book yeah um, either way I, I keep recommending to a lot of a lot of people now that are sort yeah. of at, at at that. Yeah, it is. It's a good book phase. Yeah, I want to check it out. There was I
1: actually I did read something uh, similar. I think it was uh, they were talking about the third year mm. and uh, it's where and this was more. I, I I don't recall the the author right now, but it's it's twelve step. Based, but I, I would I would suggest that you don't have to be in twelve step to appreciate, mm-hmm. and it sounds similar to what you're talking about with the mm-hmm. second stage, and and it's sort of that. Okay, I'm not counting days. I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, not doing that. I'm not doing this. And yet, who the hell am I? What exactly. am I doing? And and I, I got, I went through that too. Absolutely. Okay. And I went through that maybe less than a year ago. Oh wow. wow. And and I, I struggled mightily. I have to admit. And uh, I found a lot of uh, through my sponsor, through some old timers. I had to do a lot of talking and digging and writing. Uh, Talked to a lot of people online, uh, uh, some forums, not not Twitter or blogging, but some other forums, and and someone had mentioned this book, and uh, it's it's amazing how common it is, and it's sort of that that sort of new level. Like you you've both discussed, it's like okay, what now? Like where where am I now? And 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 I was at that point too, because I was like I didn't know what to do. I, this was before I I, I found running. This is before I started really starting to write again. So I was like, "Well, wh- what am I supposed to do with myself? Like, right. what you know, where, where's my passion? Yeah, where's my passion? Where's my passion? Mm-hmm. What do I want to wake up to? What am I going to look forward to when I get home?" And that was my big que- question: yeah. What am I going to look forward to when I get home? Yes, I have a family. Yes, I'm not drinking. But what am I? What am I looking forward to? Yeah. And uh, it, it, you know, and it's sort of where is the, it was a deeper question: is where is the passion? Where, where is my creative outlet? Where is, where is that going to go? And then eventually, it was just a matter of riding it out and just being open to new experiences. And uh, eventually, running, got, you know, that caught my attention last September, and you know, I'm two days from now, I'm running a marathon. That's so, it's, uh, so it's, so uh, it's. Is this your first marathon? Is, yeah, nice.
0: my first one. And I mean, you're you're yeah. an inspiration. That is awesome. Uh,
1: is yeah, it, it's gonna be. I'm nerve. I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm nervous. I'm not gonna lie. No. Uh, but it's uh, They're it's recording. fun. It's fun. It is fun.
2: Is it so, in Toronto? Little... Is it the Toronto?
1: Yeah, yeah. Great. It's the Scotiabank. It's a big. It's the big one here. A lot of uh, a lot of international hmm. uh, uh, runners come here. Elite Fantastic. level. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's 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 fun to be. It's funny. It's there's there's speaking of Twitter. There's also a fellowship of people of runners that I, yeah. I'm involved with as well. So I, I have the fellowship uh, of of people in recovery right. and different kinds of recovery. Yeah. Uh, I want to note and uh, and then also this running community. So I feel like I'm slowly opening up myself a little bit more mm-hmm. and uh, and finding you know people feeling the same way about you know things with running now right sure. so like does is it crazy that I feel this no not at all I do that blah 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 and uh, <laughs> so you know because that's what it's like in recovery right yes. like oh my god I had a drinking dream am I gonna relapse right. oh no 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 then haha don't worry that just yeah. that'll pass don't worry and and so it's that kind of thing and so it, what I'm finding more and more is that I need to have a, a, some sort of community
0: mm-hmm. in
1: different ways because that is where that's why the fellowship for me is important, even though I say this piggybacking on the fact I haven't gone. Uh, but it is important in many ways uh, to be surrounded by in, in different ways with people who think the same and who are the same. And, and that's why when I did struggle with this whole what am I doing with my life now, I had those people to lean on.
2: Yeah. And, but, uh, but think about that. Think about how far you've come from drunk— To a marathoner, that's amazing. Yeah, that's a huge change. But like, if you don't see that, that's a massive in. You know, not that long, right?
1: No, and that's (laughs) one of the things I don't (laughs) notice. That's like, yeah, is it really? I don't know. It's Yeah, yeah. and and that's and that's what that poses. Like, well, I guess there's some changes. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's funny how we don't, we don't see it when it's right no. in front of our face. But it's, uh, I have to submit, it's, it's quite a trip. I mean, this is, I always tell people this is a new life. This is a second life. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing about people in addiction, alcoholism, we get the, the cool thing of, of having a second life. We get a do-over, a cosmic mulligan, right? We right. get to do this. Yeah. And, and not many people do. I mean, that's, that's why I say I'm, I'm grateful
0: for this.
2: Yeah. yeah well and that's funny i you, just to round this off is alcohol saved my life because i i found this design for living that's where i thought that was going and yeah. you're right this you've mm-hmm. you discovered this thing that people most people don't get because they weren't alcoholics right and you get this thing called recovery which is a gift yeah so that's great
1: oh absolutely oh i'm so i'm so grateful
2: um
0: so am i i'm so grateful that uh you're back and that we got this and i mean it's it's been fantastic it really has and that i got to talk this time um yeah but uh yeah i you know i um i i gotta ask one one more question i don't want to i don't want to take it take it down a notch but you you mentioned recently that you're considering shutting down your blog
1: I, yeah, you know, I've, I've toyed with the idea. I've taken two or three hiatuses. Okay. Um, so it would
0: be a hiatus.
1: Yeah, but I you know, here's the thing. I mean, I I'm tempted because part of me is like, well, I don't know how much more I have to say. Okay. you know, that's part of the idea. and and I noticed that a lot of other bloggers who are, who have started out and who are around the two three year yeah. range, now they've drifted off into, other kind of topics and other venues or they've stopped blogging and right. kind of speaking of the two to three year thing, mm-hmm. they're getting into life. Yeah. right. Uh, they're okay. getting into, and they they don't really have, they're not interested perhaps in so much self-introspection and, mm-hmm. you know, dredging up stuff. And, and I, and I respect that and I totally get it. And, yep. and so I think there's something shifting within me.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, you know, there's, there's some resistance. My sponsor has always said that when, when we start to struggle and to resist, that means most often we're on the brink of some sort of breakthrough,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, some sort of spiritual breakthrough. And I've and I I've been toying with the blog thing, like should I shut it down, should I not? But in the end, I have to realize that this is one form of service for me. Yeah. Uh, and even if I'm not, uh, you see, there's a lot of people that don't comment, but they lurk and right. they read. And some people are suffering still. There's some people that are still out there drinking and having a real hard time, and I get emails now and then from people say, "Hey, listen, you know, I've been, I've been sober for two months now, mm-hmm. and I used to read your, and I still read your blog, and it really helped me. Mm-hmm. You put things into words that I couldn't, and it's really thank you so much." And, and so when I get those kind of things, I'm like, okay, I need to keep doing this, um, even if it's not for me, right. just to keep it going, and and for people to see, and people will find it. Right. You know, I used to I used to worry about stats and all this kind of stuff now it's just like if people people build it and they will come you know find it people will find it when they need to find it Mm -hmm. and uh so for that reason alone i won't shut it down i I don't think i could now right i think it's just one of those things that i've slowed down you know in terms of how often i post but you know now i'm more thoughtful with my posts and and try to really put something out there that uh, reflects where i'm at and being authentic and being honest and i think that's the most important thing when we, when we tell our stories, whether it's in, uh, when we're speaking or whatever it is, is yeah. being honest.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. And I mean, in that last one, I, I it did feel like you've sort of uh, turned the corners, maybe is necessarily the, the right way to phrase it, but you right. definitely sort of moved into a different type of post. It felt like a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so, uh, I, I, I have a, Appreciate, I've appreciated you being there. Um, oh, I've, thank you. So, uh. well,
1: you know, and, and the, the amount of the, the the people that I've met, and I'll tell you one quick thing: uh, how this uh, has really been impactful for me, even in a in a day to day or reality, is uh, when I was uh, engaged in this trial, I had to get uh, my lawyer said it'd be a good idea if you got some uh, some letters, some character reference letters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I said, well, I, I don't really know a lot of people. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not gregarious and outgoing. Mm -hmm. And so just, I, I just put it out there on the blog. I'm like, listen, if anyone's interested, I, I, it'd be really helpful. And I think I got 40 or 50 letters from all over the, from all over the world. I got, you know, from, from, from Asia and from, uh, from Europe and from, you know, South America and from Australia and from, and so, you know, talk about a fellowship, talking about, uh brotherhood sister like it it blew my mind yeah, sure. and uh so that's where i sort of realized that this is just this is r- these are real people is just a different medium and uh and this is and and we do touch lives absolutely and even even something on twitter we touch lives it sounds corny but i mean it's no true. not at all
0: well yeah. i mean <laughs> you're gonna then it'll kill you when you see how i've changed that my twitter header too is um just uh because it, it you know it's a few of the the comments we've we've gotten regarding the podcast you know, excerpts yeah. and yours included uh, some, some some polls from your uh, comments you've made about it and it's incredibly rewarding but what it is is it's um, you know if only one person said one of the things up there it would be reason enough i think for us to keep doing what we're doing uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. just because it's just an incredible thing to be able to help others Mm -hmm. through Mm -hmm. this, you know, fucked up thing we all have Um, and, you know, and, and, and thrive, you know, and, uh, and be successful in their sobriety and recovery. So um, I, I, you know, I appreciate what you do. And, uh, you know, I, again, I I think, uh, you know, this is, this has been fantastic. And, uh,
1: well I appreciate what you got I mean I see the reaction that yeah. you guys get for 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 the podcast for the yeah. site for all that kind of stuff there's there's just so many ways of doing this yeah and uh really in the end it's just we don't do it alone and right. I think that's that's the thing to walk away from
0: True. all right Too Too um, good luck running oh right when is that two, two days two, two days so yeah. It's, uh yeah Sunday, Sunday. Excellent. yeah well good right. thank you yeah thank you oh yeah are, are you gonna live tweet it
1: no, <laughs> I'm gonna just focus on not dying. All that's right. that's never mind live tweeting. All right, so
0: don't
1: die. yeah. All right. Um, all right, guys. Well, right, thank man. you. I great I, I am. To you. Yeah, great talking to you guys. It's all been right. it's been awesome.
0: All right. Well, maybe we'll have to do a, a you know follow up again some sometime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. another time. All right, man. Well, yeah, this has been great, and uh, yeah, get some, start getting rest, and do whatever you need to do to be ready. Well, oh, I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna carb up, which means I get to fatten myself up, which is, you know, it's, it's a nice permission to have. But right. so, well, thank you, guys. I cool. appreciate it. All right, and man. Nice. Thanks. Let me. Cheers. Yeah. See ya. Will do.